Well, there, there, folks. You've entered the den of Deer Man! Alright, everybody. We're just going to get right into it today. Welcome to the fifth chapter of Deer Man, titled, In the Den of Deer Corn. I wasn't sure I wanted to follow a bunch of purring naked men around the woods, but I was interested in something fierce. I couldn't figure if I was learning things about myself more and more as a deer without the hollow societal constructions of man. Listen, I said. I'm not sure I want to follow a bunch of naked man-cats around just yet. I've got to think about it a bit. Hold on, Dr. Belognanon's voice said. I don't know at all what the fuck you just said. Take this. One of the man-cats came up to me slowly and nervously, just like a stupid fucking cat would. He headbutted my hand before he gave me what looked like a shock collar. Look, I said, I might be a deer, man, but I just had sex with a four-legged animal for the first time in my life, and I'm not sure I know how I feel about it. I'm unpacking a lot of stuff right now, and this collar thing seems to be upping the ante just a bit. Oh, shut up, you nincompoop! I can't even understand a word you're saying. Deer tongues are a lot less floppy than human tongues, and for good reason. You never hear deer going on about how self-discovery... Jesus Christ, just put the damn thing on. It's a vocal purifier. It recognizes what you're attempting to say and spits it out. Right now you're talking like you have fucking blue tongue. Jesus. I took the collar and put it around me. It took a little while, but a few man-cats helped me finagle it out of my antlers. Why is everyone saying blue tongue to me? You get this miracle of modern invention, and that's the first thing you ask? Dr. Belognon was furious. Keep that as a gift. It'll help you navigate the human and deer world seamlessly. When you're ready to meet me, just turn to warning and tell him you want to meet me. I'll wait for you. Warning? One of the man-cat's ears perked up at the word. He rose out of his stupor and sidled around my leg. Warning's going to follow you around. Think of him as a personal assistant. You need help, you'll get help. If anything happens to Warning, I'll kill you. What? You heard me. When you're ready to meet me, you know what to do. Does Warning have a translation collar? I asked. What would be the point? All cats say are meow. You know what tra- what that translates to in English? Meow. Good luck. All of the man-cats disappeared in the woods except for Warning, who was snuggling at my back hose. Let's go, you stupid piece of trash. I kicked Warning pretty hard in his belly. Meowch! Cats are useless. Most cultures don't even bother with them. They have no evolutionary benefit to human beings except that they can't be around pregnant ladies. That's one reason for a cat-owning couple to start a family. You can safely, and without guilt, pass that count along to some snot-nosed kid. I read once that cats just see human beings as big, dumbass cats who happen to have food. You have to wonder if cats were so smart why they hung out with a big dumbass who always had food. We're smart enough to obtain food, but stupid enough to give it away to something that thinks we're stupid anyways. Meow! Oh, shut up, I said and started walking. I'll go see belonging on soon enough. I just want to acclimate a little more to the deer world. Something rustled in the distance. There was a cave beneath the highway. It wasn't a naturally occurring cave because it wasn't made out of rocks and earth. It was made out of beer cans, cardboard, and dismantled shopping carts. 
Must be some big dumb idiot with food, I said to Warning, trying in earnest to connect with him. Warning looked at me like I was retarded. I'm the one that killed this fucking body I'm in right now, so maybe he's right. Another deer poked its head out from out of the cave. Hey, bro! Come here, dude! Check it out! I stood up on my hind legs and pointed at myself while turning around. Who, me? No, bro, that naked retard Ferno hanging around in your legs. Of course you! I got back down on all fours and ran for the cave. What's up? I asked. Got the jackpot down here, bro. Looks like some stinky-ass Ferno is hoarding up the good deer corn for himself and his dog. We just gotta knock the dog out and grab the bags, bro, and we'll be able to get fucking stone-toasted for days. Might even score some sweet whitetail with this shit, bro. Who's the Ferno? Ferno? Human idiot. They don't have no fur. Ferno! So we call them under the highway. You a country deer what? He kind of got my face and started inspecting me real hard, looking me up and down. You look pretty fucked up, bro. All sewn up and shit. Ain't no city deer doctor do that for you. They just let you rot on the side of the road for some furnos to make sure you become part of the asphalt. Some tough shit out here. We got tick removal if we had the deer corn to pay for it, bro. Shit's tough out here. You country deer got it good. You don't know anything about me, I said. I was defensive on instinct. I didn't know shit about country deer or city deer or anything else. All I knew is that when somebody was trying to educate me on their way of life, I felt attacked. Furno or not, I was offended. Walk it back, country Mac. You from another country or something? Your accent is weird, bro. That's some ching chong chang shit. They have racism in the deer world too, it turns out. Who's this idiot Furno? You in the freaky shit, man? This is warning. He just follows me around. And you? Who are you? Just call me Deer Man. That's what everyone calls me back in China. China? What the fuck? I took you for California with that dumbass way you talk. I'm Zevius Palomarova. That's what all the gangsters call me. The does call me skeezy Zevius Palomarova, if you know what I mean. He kind of nudged me and winked and did all that kind of stuff people do when they tell a joke. That's easy to get if you know what there is to get, but I didn't get it. I just did my patented fake laugh. Must be simpler out there in China, Zevius Palmarova said. Let's get this fucking corn. Warning and I followed Zevioth into the cave. Just in front of the green deer corn dispenser was a dog, on guard, but sleeping. Knock his ass out, bitch, Zevioth said to me. I tensed up my arms and slapped my hoof into the dog's head. Woof! It stuck its tail between its legs and scurried off. I don't, I don't think that dog was guarding shit, I said, warning nuzzled at my hind leg. Better safe than sorry. They make dog food out of us, bro, Zevioth said. Dog, check out this deer corn. Zevioth lifted his hoof and punched at the bottom of the corn dispenser. A handful fell to the floor. This shit will make us powerful. Why don't you try some? They have this shit out in China? I've heard of it, but it was something to be avoided. It was, it was really bait for shotgun shells. The risk of death makes the better high, Zevioth said. You have to learn, my friend. He crushed them underneath his foot. Snort it! I had nothing to lose. My old lady was going around falling in love with Earl. My first experience with the doe was more confusing than the time I jerked off to an Alzheimer's commercial on prom night. And I was hanging around some naked human man body with a cat brain. Letting go of reality seemed like the best choice. I snorted. More, motherfucker! I stood up on my hind legs and pounded my chest with my hoof. Give me more! 
I stomped around the deer corner and snorted up a shitstorm. Warning! You gotta try this shit! I said. Warning was a good cat, just like a dog. It obeyed when a treat was dangled in front of him. Warning snorted the whole line I had banged up for him. He fell to his back, eyes puffy and red, with his legs shooting out perfectly erect at 90 degree angles. The world started turning blurry to me. I was seeing double. The walls were breathing. I looked towards Zevieth. He was laughing. Hey, I said in between stutter steps towards him. You, you didn't, you, you, you didn't, you didn't snort any deer corn. He thumped me in the head with his hoof. The bastard. I fell to the floor. When I awoke, I was in the back of a truck, tied up to warning and was still passed out cold. Zevieth sat next to us. Sorry I had to go this way, Zevieth said as he examined the dried blood from my head on his hoof. A deer's got to make money in this world, and some hunters aim ain't as good as the next guy's. This motherfucker, he pointed through the, through the cab window at the driver. Earl likes stuffing deer more than he likes shooting them. Says some folks will buy a trophy just to pretend they killed a deer. Zevith wasn't lying. That sure as fuck was Earl in the front seat, drinking an import beer like a dickhead. And that was sure as shit what we did at the Trophy Mountain Factory. Any old idiot could walk in and pick their favorite deer head and pretend to everyone they know that they shot it. They paid a little more on principle, but we sold to pussies just as often as we sold to assholes. Sometimes we even kept a few deer alive just so some cross-eyed wannabe could shoot a deer on sight. Being trapped in this body was poetic justice, just like when an avid roast beef sandwich eater suddenly becomes roast beef, like in that book where all the meat factory workers keep falling into the meat grinders. I was the hamburger meat in the form of a man brain stuck in a deer body. I was the metaphorical hamburger man. I am deer man. I tried to use this monologue as an opportunity to free myself from the rope that tied me to a naked dude, but hooves are inferior, not untying devices when compared to fingers. Warning awoke and looked at me, scared to death. He gave a very unconvincing meow. I wriggled in the rope some to give him a hint about what he should be focusing on. I've got a bit of a lump in my throat, friend, Warning said. I fear that I have been lying to you all along. I fear that I have been lying to Dr. Belognanon as well. He, who has treated me so fairly and in kindness fed me kibble on demand. Warning started to cry. For the truth is, sirs, I am not a man-cat at all. I am merely a man who enjoys being a cat. A man with a man-brain. I wanted to knock his teeth out, but I couldn't on account of my hose being tied to his feet. You have fingers, man-man. Untie us! I tried to whisper to the man-cat, who was now just a man-man. But seeing as how my front hose were tied to his feet, I was just whispering into his butthole. <laughs> He laughed as I spoke. I couldn't figure out if he was more useless as a cat or as a man. Zevioth looked at us, both confused. Y'all want some kind of weird cult, bruh? We hit a speed bump. Speed bumps are more popular in, this, in neighborhoods that make more money, are more white, and they hang up signs that say, drive like your kids live here. I know people who hate their kids, folks, and I generally drive like they would if they knew their kids were playing with a ball nearby. Zevioth flew out of his seat and slid to the back of the truck bed, his antlers severing the part of the rope that chained Warning and me. Warning was sobbing. What can I do to redeem myself? Use your fingers to untie yourself of me. But of course, 
Cat life is much simpler life, my good man. You should try it sometime. I'm a fucking deer, man. Righto, righto, chap! Warning started untying himself. He stood up when he was done. Zevioth was regaining his balance, but Warning, in all his naked glory, grabbed one antler and flipped Zevioth right off the truck. You haven't seen the last of... But before he could finish the sentence, we heard a splatter. Zevioth's head hit a decorative boulder that housed a mailbox. His head was split into two. It's likely, it likely wasn't the last we'd see of him because we'd probably have to exit the cul-de-sac the same way we were entering, but that motherfucker would be dead both ways. After warning untied me, I looked around. We're in Earl's neighborhood. He's the boss man, so he has a vested interest in seeming earthy and working class like the rest of us, but look at this hood. Warning wasn't paying any attention. He just sobbed. Can you keep my secret, chap? What? About you pretending to have a cat brain so you could just live amongst a bunch of other naked men who actually have cat brains? Yeah, totally. I tried to live amongst cats before, but they didn't accept me. They just saw me as a big, giant, naked, retard cat. I got cat scratch fever many times. But when I found Dr. Belognanon's laboratory, and I looked in at what he was doing, I knew I had found my calling. I snuck in and put myself in the pile of sleeping bodies that were labeled done. It was really easy. Okay, okay, your secret is safe with me. Meow, warning said. The truck stopped. We lay low in the truck bed. Do you have the specimen? Is he live? A voice calls from Earl's front door. Yeah, shit, man, chill the fuck out. Go back to the deer shooting cage in my backyard. I also have something else interesting you may be interested in. Oh, yeah, what's that? A man who meows. Ooh, that'll be fun to kill. Thank you so much for listening to Deer Man. I'm Andrew Hilbert. You can support Deer Man by going to patreon.com slash ahilbert. Donate a buck, donate two, donate three bucks. Just help support the project. It's been real fun. I've been having a blast doing it. If you are uncomfortable doing a monthly donation to Patreon, I get it. I understand. I ain't mad at you. Uh, you can go to our Amazon links. Just click on something on our website. That takes you to Amazon. Uh, and you can buy whatever you want. It doesn't add anything to the cost of your total purchase. It just gives me a sweet, sweet kickback. Thanks so much for listening. DeerManBegins.com is the central hub to get all the information for Deerman. Um, the cover artist this week, this month, was uh, a lo- uh, Solar Broccoli. That was his Twitter handle. He's also my cousin. Fine young man, that one. The music you hear behind me. Grassy Knoll. Thanks so much for making the music. It's perfect. Thanks again for listening. I'm Andrew Hilbert. This is Deer Man. DeerManBegins.com. Click on our links. We'll get a sweet kickback. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>